Masters 2022, man, a like uneventful, but incredibly eventful tournament. When you consider Scotty Scheffler running away with it, his fourth win now of 2022, but he had to four putt for crying out loud to win it there. You had Colin Morikawa and Rory McIlroy holing out on the 18th hole, which felt like my team just won the Super Bowl or the Stanley <laughs> Cup. By the way, Rory firing an eight under to finish it. I mean, geez, I thought he might make a run there. Um, Tiger Woods coming back. And then, of course, you had the Bones DK family member, Pot Odds 3, the one and only Michael McNeil taking the runner-up in the Millie Maker. So it was a hell of a weekend, Bones DK Golf, joining us from Pittsburgh. I mean, just kind of uh, give me your recap. How did you feel about the weekend? Yeah, man, like th- this is one of the best weekends I've had in a while. That was just so fun watching the pod odd sweat. I uh, went down to Wildman's down in Florida. We were watching the game. Uh, you know, we were playing golf or watching the tournament, playing golf, uh, watching it live. So it was it was just an amazing weekend. I was with Pod Odds yesterday at the Pirates game. Uh, he was living it up, buying drinks. So congrats to him, and I really appreciate the shout out. Yeah, give me your thoughts, Wild Man. And I do too. I appreciate the shout out from Pod Odds 3. That was awesome. But give me your feelings about the weekend, Wild Man. What was your favorite part? Any big surprises? Can you believe Scotty pulled it out? Because honestly, Cam Smith, guys, had the miracle start, right? I mean, he shaved two shots off the lead through two holes and then somehow gives it all back in one hole on number three. And that really deflated him. He flipped the script once, he couldn't do it again. Just a wild weekend, Wild Man. Seems like Scheffler's a man possessed, you know? I mean, even in the biggest moments, as as cool and as collected as Cam Smith seems to be, it, it feels like the pressure just got him a little bit there. Um, and, and when Scotty holed out, I think on the third or fourth hole from, you know, when their balls were right next to each other, Scotty chipped in and made birdie there. Uh, that kind of ended that, that early rally. But uh, awesome weekend, you know? I mean, again, having sweats. I mean, we both had sweats in the – and the single entries and uh, obviously pot odds, you know, he, he, it was foreshadowing because he tweeted us a couple lineups and said, Hey, we've got something developing. And it wasn't even the lineup that ended up taking second out of 315,000 runners. So uh, felt like some magic was in the air and uh, uh, really proud of one of our, uh, one of our buddies taking home a, a, a big bank there. So hopefully somebody else is next. It kind of feels like it is. We've got some momentum coming here. We always know that the majors sort of kickstart our season, and uh, you know we're ready for uh, ready for this one coming up. As an, and as a matter of fact, if you watched Bones DK Golf's Twitter, you would have seen my birdie from the <laughs> fairway bunker from about 160 out. No one cares about your golf game right now. <laughs> um, let's get back real quick to Pot Odds Three because he did have uh, Cam Smith, Scheffler, and Lowry in the lineup that that finished runner up. And, you know, when I looked at that on Sunday to start the round, I hadn't really been paying much attention to what he was doing. I saw that. I was like, boy, that, that's going to be a sweat. When you have the, the final two guys and the guy running hot to get into third place, you're going to get a lot of like placement points there on DK lineups. So that's kind of what pot odds did. Good for him. First time we almost had a two uh, or a six digit 
uh, guy on the podcast because we tried to get him on today. He's still enjoying the win. We'll let him enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe we can get him on next week. Let's get back into the now. RCB Heritage, we are back at Harbortown. And I'll tell you what, Bones DK, you know, uh, you kind of expect a hangover after the Masters, but this is a pretty loaded field when you think about the guys at the top of the tier. Wildman, Harbortown also, we visit this course every year. What can you tell us about it? Well, yeah, it's a par 71 in uh, Hilton Head Island, uh, South Carolina. Relatively short course. It's a dye track, Bermuda Greens, and a uh, uh, lot of, lot of uh, dog legs. So we're going to see a lot of less than, than driver off the tee, tight tree-lined fairways, and some of the smallest greens on the PGA Tour. So there's going to be a premium on good iron shots and uh, being able to scramble around the green if you miss those. So um, the last couple of years, it's been a birdie fest. I think they've made the course a little easier. And the conditions, you know, with the wind staying down can help that as well. So we're looking at guys that are uh, lethal with the irons. There's not going to be much premium off the tee this week. Lethal with the irons and can get it uh, rolling and, and, and birdie makers. Top tier guys. You know, Justin Thomas tried to make a little run there. Bones DK at the Masters last week. But he's our number one ranked golfer in this field. He's going to start at the top at 11,100. Cam Smith, uh, who, you know, as Wildman said, I mean, he started off brilliantly. I don't know if it was the nerves. He was deflated when Scheffler made that chip in on number three. There's no doubt about that. He's at 10,800. Maybe expect a little hangover out of him. I'm interested to see what you think about that, Bones DK. Dustin Johnson, 10-5. Colin Morikawa, 10-2. Cantlay, 10,000. You know, for me, in this top tier, Bones, kind of feels like a Morikawa week if I was going to take one of these guys. But who do you got in the top five? Yeah, you're uh, spot on with that take, Ed. You know I love Morikawa, and I really like uh, him heading up to this week to RBC Heritage. Uh, he has really good history here, um, a top 10, and uh, he's starting to round into form. You know, I, he, you ignore the players there, and he has a, a lot of top 10s with a 68 the Valspar. I'm not too worried about the Valspar. Uh, he struggled around the green a little bit there, but yeah. It really does feel like a Colin Morikawa week, and if I'm going to play anyone in the 10K range, it will be him. I, I really like his attitude. He had a great interview that me and Wildman saw. So, uh, yeah, load up Colin Morikawa this week. I think he has a great chance to win. Morikawa also just feels like the guy that's playing the most consistently right now besides Scotty Scheffler. Second week in a row, though, Bones hasn't mentioned his boy, DJ Wildman. Do you want to stick up for him here, Dustin Johnson, 10-5? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, DJ's my boy, I think, right? Uh, yeah, Both I will pick up for him. He's got some good history here, too, and he's a South Carolina native uh, from the Myrtle Beach area. Uh, yeah. But again, I, I'm going to back you guys and say that, that Morikawa is the play. The uh, interview that Bones DK is referencing was, was after he holed out uh, following McElroy's extraordinary chip there on the 72nd, which, by the way, was what a spectacular moment. Best oh, moment of sports since Tiger won it. I'm talking about all sports. <clears throat> Best moment in all of sports since Tiger won it back in 2019 or whatever. It, it was exciting. It's, it's crazy Fal Faldo's getting a lot of crap for it as well for, you know, talking early before well, it went in. I said <laughs> that live. He did. You're Fal like, what's going on here, Faldo? <laughs> this is wait till you see this. It's impossible. I'm like, wait, you're going to tell us it went in before we've even seen the shot? It took a lot of the suspense out of it. Um, but certainly special. And, and, and look, the, the, the quote that he said, he said, look, I'm getting back to playing Colin Golf. And what is Colin Golf? That's number two in the world, two-time major champ, top five at the Masters, a guy that's kind of getting overlooked right now with the rise of Scotty. Um, 
and some of these bigger events. And, you know, he just hasn't been in his best form, but let's not sugarcoat it. He's the number two player in the world that can win everywhere. So uh, I do like Colin and I do like DJ. Does the disappointment of Sunday's round carry over, you think, Bones DK, into this week with Cam Smith? He's such a tough play to ever fade, man. He's just perfect for DraftKings. I mean, you know, we're, we're we're a DraftKings show. Yeah, you know, Cam Smith can come out here, but he just gets so many eagles, so many birdies. He almost never lets you down, even if he doesn't win the tournament. So, 10-8, he's up there. Yeah, I think, I think he's been going through a lot. He won the players. Tough week at the Masters. I'd be surprised if he shows up and wins this tournament. If you look at previous winners, they're kind of kind of random. You know, you have Webb Simpson down there, Kadira, uh, Wes Bryan won this tournament, Stuart Sink. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not going to say I'm fading Cam Smith, but he's not my favorite player this week. I, I'm looking at Morikawa. $9,000 tier, again, pretty loaded for the week after the Masters. You got Lowry, who finished great at Augusta this past weekend. Third place, I think, all by himself. 9,800. Connors at 97. Berger, 96. Fitzpatrick, 95. M, 93. Spieth, 92. Neiman, 91. And Henley, 9,000. You know, again, I'm just the host. I don't know how much value is in this $9,000 tier bones. What do you think? You know, I actually like this range. Um, if you don't start Morikawa, you load up Shane Lowry if you don't play both of them. I'm going right back to Shane Lowry here. Um, not not the greatest history, but good good enough history. And why would I back him after coming in third place at the Masters? Uh, why wouldn't I back him again, you know? So I'm going right back to him, just churning out top fives, top 15s. His irons are still amazing. There's not much data from the Masters, actually, they don't give you. But still, green all around, third of the Masters. Good history here. Shane Lowry is uh, one of my favorite plays in this range. And then you go down... Um, you know, Corey Connors has really good history. I'll let Wildman talk about him. Fitzpatrick is a good play. I think Sung J.M. looks pretty cheap down here. 9,300. I could see him being above Connors or even Lowry. So, um, you know, I think you have a good good spot for him. I think the best value in this range is Joaquin Neiman. Fifth place uh, two years ago here. Loved what I saw at the Masters. He's contending. He's chipping in. He won at the Genesis. Um, I love this guy. $9,000. That is a steal. Um, you know, I'm done not playing him. I, you know, we, we lost a $50,000 on him two years or last year, uh, because he, he lost in the playoff. Right. And I just haven't played him since cause I've been bitter and he's been doing well. So I'm going to get back on the Neiman train and load him up this week. Look, he played great for 54 holes or we'll say about, you know, uh, what 45 holes those last 27, he struggled. He finished dead last. In fact, if I'm not mistaken of the guys that made the cut. So that's an interesting call right there. A lot of guys did love Corey Connors this past weekend at the Masters, also wild man. And you like him here at the Heritage. Why? Yeah, this is going to be a spot where we're just not going to overthink it. You know, um, the chalk has been connecting darn near every week. And so if he's chalk, I, it doesn't bother me. He is a smooth swinging guy. He's playing some incredible golf. Uh, just doesn't seem to get in too much trouble. You know, he's hitting fairways and he's hitting greens. And we always used to knock his putter. Well, his putter's coming around, and look what's happening. He's, he's uh, making progress every time he tees it up and making cuts and, and playing well. I'd say the same thing about Lowry right above him. Uh, really good chance I start right there, Lowry and, uh, and Connors. I mean, again, you just can't overthink it. Lowry's playing the most consistent golf of anybody on, on earth right now, not named Scotty Scheffler. Um, and as a matter of fact, he, that 20-footer that he knocked down on uh, – 
18 actually moved pot odds three from, I think, seventh up into second because Morikawa then dropped down to fifth from fourth and Lowry moved up. So that was about a, a six-digit putt there for uh, pot odds three. But we're going to ride Lowry, man. It, it, he's producing everywhere, and we're going to ride Connors for the same reason. So I think that you can start here uh, and really make some noise. Now, right below him is Fitzpatrick. Uh, we like Cameron Smith being a DraftKings guy. I don't like Fitzpatrick, on the other hand, being a DraftKings guy. I think that he needs that top five finish to make enough birdies to, or I should say to, you know, um, overcome the lack of birdies because he's a par maker traditionally. So we're going to pass on Fitzpatrick, I think, and um, and go with the guys that are that are riding high with a third or fourth place finish coming out of Augusta, not the Cam Smith, Fitzpatrick, you know, the kind of uh, couldn't get over the hump there, albeit nice finishes. If you That's like consistency, though, Bones DK, let me just play devil's advocate here for one second. If you like consistency, what don't you like about Berger, who's at 9-6, a little bit cheaper than those two guys you just mentioned? Uh, he, he, like, passed out on the course. I, I don't know if you saw that. He, he was getting, like... Okay. I mean, hey, that's fair. If you don't like that about him, yeah, he passed out. Uh, <laughs> don't think he can handle the heat. You know, I was I like, are they, are they getting medical attention to Berger? And they're, like, waving him off. And, you know, he's, like, his caddy's, like, carrying him off the course. I, I don't know what happened. He finished. But, um, you know, 77, 80, not making... No, I'm not on Berger this week. I don't even like him anyway. So, I, I, I'm not on Berger this week. <laughs> I want to ask both of you this question. If Jordan Spieth was priced at $100 this week, <laughs> would you play him, Bones DK? TW Man 66, would you play him? Uh, yeah, I, he's fine. He's fine. I don't know. $100, I mean, you know. Hey, I know it's a radio show, but... Yeah, <laughs> he seems, like he, seems okay. like he is... Something is broken inside of that man's head at the moment. It's it's actually sad to see. This is a, a multi-major yeah. winner we're talking about here. 25 years old. It's you know, can't find his swing. Wow, man. I will tell you something about about Spieth. And and, and I heard this a couple of years ago. Uh, I was on a conference call with Phil Wee, who's the uh, uh 50k poker players champion. He was gracious enough to join me on a on a conference call to talk about DraftKings strategy. And he uh, actually played in a couple of PGA Tour events, I think at the Zurich in New Orleans and maybe one other one. And he said, you know, back in 2017, 18, when Spieth was on the run, he goes, I'm telling you as a golfer, that swing is unsustainable. The way he kind of like that lurchy movement that he has, he just said it's not it's not going to translate to long-term success. And he seems to be right. So that's a little bit of a... Um, you know, maybe a, an outside source um, with some very valuable insight. But, yeah, no for Spieth. $8,000 tier. We're going to start with Webb Simpson, who has, if I'm not mistaken, success on Pete Dye courses. I don't know how he's done here at Harbortown. Anyhow, he leads off the $8,000 tier at 88. Horschel at 87. Hatton, who you guys liked last week, at 86. Varner at 85. Kim at 84. Noren at 83. Fleetwood, 82. Kisner, 81. And then Kirk at eight thousand Hatton. How was he the guy that actually finished dead last in yeah. the Masters? I'm sorry, yeah, I, I mistook uh, whoever we were talking about a moment ago. Hatton. Now that I see the name, he you know uh, didn't play as as well as you would have liked him to there at the end, Wild Man. So who you got in this eight thousand dollar tier? We'll go to you first. Well, uh, I'm going to go right down to the Sea Island Georgia native, our boy. If there's ever a boy, it's Kevin Kisner, man. I mean, uh, he's a top twenty five player in the world, guys. 
he's showing up. He's playing well. You know, we, we kind of called what was going to happen at the Masters, right? Last week we said, we just don't think he has the length necessarily to win, but he should play well, and he did play well. And he was a great price last week, dude, 6800 I mean, I feel like that helped. I think pot odds three had him in the lineup, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had Kisner in his, in his runner-up lineup. He had Straka. Uh, he did not. Draco, yeah, he Straka. did not have Kisner. But again, again, like, Kisner has a specific game that fits specific courses, and this is one of them. This is where he got his first PGA Tour win, uh, I believe, in 2016. And uh, he has missed the cut here the last couple of uh, years, but he's got good finishes, uh, hits fairways, keeps the ball low if there's any kind of wind, and clearly has proven that he can play this type of dive course. So uh, 8,100 still seems really, really low for a guy that I would expect to contend. I agree. I mean, he's won already on tour this year. He's been phenomenal. Like you said, top 25, 8,100. He seems like the Rodney Dangerfield of this group. Can't get no respect. That joke might be a little too old <laughs> for some of these younger guys that are listening to the show. Uh, who do you like here, Bones DK, in this $8,000 tier? Yeah, so this is a great range. You got some great stud players here. Uh, I think you might be a little surprised by this one, but my favorite play here is Billy Horschel. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not obsessed with his putting stroke. You know, he does all the little wiggle things, but man, he is playing amazing golf. I mean, look at these finishes since August last year. Nothing outside of, you know, 36 besides the BMW. Uh, I like what I saw at the Masters. Um, he has really good history here as well. Um, he, he's a player that can win tournaments, in my opinion. So I know he has a few wins. Has a fifth here in 2018, a 25th last year. I just love him. Um, he's, he's a grinder, and I really, really like Billy Horschel this week. The other guy I was looking at was Si Woo Kim. Uh, he's just a Pete Dye specialist, as Wildman said earlier, and um, you know, second place here. If you look at his irons and his and his stats, just overall, they they match perfectly. He's great off the tee, good on approach, good around the green. He's putting well, so yeah. Siwoo is kind of just lurking right there, and um, I don't know how much ownership he's going to get this week, but this is the type of course you want to play him at. I think I might just talk to myself into Siwoo Kim actually. I, I I'm, I'm trying to decide who who to play in that range. I'm, I'm, I'm torn on like Alex Norin or Siwoo. Um, but Siwoo is leading right now, in my opinion, over Norin. Alex Norin, his, his name seems to come up on this podcast every single week. I like him a lot, ball. man. I, it's, it's, it's tough to fade him because I do play him a lot, yeah. Well, I, let me add one thing real quick to Billy Horschel. Like, because I'm with you on that one. I, I, I actually expected that to be your value play of the week, Bones DK, because you're looking at the guys up there like – even Corey, up to Corey Connors and Fitzpatrick and Berger and these guys, you can't tell me they're any better than Billy Horschel, or they even have a better resume than Billy Horschel. Uh, Horschel's a FedEx Cup champion. He's Billy Horschel wins golf tournaments, man. There's no doubt about it. I, I, you know, I, I want you to finish your thought. I think he's he's such a prima donna, though. It seems like out there on the golf course that it's almost like the Ustazen syndrome. Like he gets like whiny and, and, and like bitchy and has attitude when things aren't going his way, you know? So he's a hard guy to root for. If you ask me, if you have him in his lineup, wild man. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I don't mind him. You know, he is a, he is, you know, vocal on the course, but um, you know, look, you can't really hate on guys with a pedigree that he has, you know, he, he stood in there and he won a FedEx cup in the midst of, you know, Henrik Stenson and, um, Justin Rose and, you know, some of these Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, you know, some of these studs, uh, Horschel's on that list. So, 
Um, I think an extreme value there at 87. He should be 97, in my opinion. Wow, that's that's a, a big thing to say on record right there, Wild Man. We'll see how <laughs> it pans out this weekend. Uh, $7,000 tier. I'll not go through every name, but some of the ones that we uh, often talk about on this podcast, McNeely at 79. You've got Harmon at 77, Pereira at 77, Hoagie, 76, Streelman, 75, Let's see, Luke List, he's a winner this year, 74, was a winner last year, I can't remember. You got Sepp Straka, our boy, 72. So a lot of names in between there, Bones DK. Who do you like in the $7,000 tier? Yeah, this is where you're going to make your money, right? There's just a couple good players down here, so you got to pick and choose. Um, Billy Horschel was runner-up value play of the week behind Maverick McNeely, my boy Mav. You know, I'm going right back to him, 7,900. I think that's low for him. I, I, I would expect him to be around 84, 8,500. So um, I love what I see out of Mav McNeely. Again, just look at his finishes since October last year, just churning out top 33s. Uh, they were predicting him to win not too long ago, and I think they let he let a few people down. But statistically, he is there. Uh, 7,900, I love his price. He's a great DraftKings play. He's streaky. I mean, coming off 21 birdies at the Valero Texas Open. Um, so that is what you want to play. Uh, not only is the value play of the week, I, I think he has a chance to win this tournament. Finally have a breakthrough uh, win for the podcast here as well, man. We've been calling this name for a while. So, yeah, give me some Maverick McNeely this week uh, at the top of 7,900. Uh, you know, obviously I like Mito. Uh, Mito, I love him a lot, $7,700. He's great. Um, I like what I see out of him. And uh, Kevin Streelman, 7,500. Uh, he is gonna find He's going to find his way into my lineups this week. Really good um, form right now and has good uh, history with two top tens here. Uh, just something about Kevin Streelman I like this week. He doesn't make many bogeys. It just seems like a Kevin Streelman course. So, yeah, load up Kevin Streelman, 7,500. What do you got on top of that, Wildman? Yeah, it's loaded. I mean, this is a uh, – this is like Bones DK said, this is where you're going to make a difference here. I'm going to uh, talk about Sebastian Munoz, guys. You know, another favorite of our podcast here. He's uh, out. He's Coming out. In on, oh, he's, oh, he's withdrawn. Well, yeah. forget about it. Then. Yeah. He was withdrawn in the last 60 <laughs> he minutes. He, he well, has withdrawn. Forget about it then. Uh, anybody else on top of Mo- oh, so how, how about, how about uh, Kevin Na? Okay, last right. week's Flyer of the Week. And by the way, teaser, we've got a Flyer of the Week coming up that we really like here. Um, but yeah, I think Na, you know, again, is in a position where he's building on some momentum, guys. He was number one in the masters and strokes gained iron play uh, strokes gained approach. So, you know, building up some momentum, probably feeling good and probably taking that third consecutive top 15 at Augusta with some momentum. He's played well here before, um, but man, you know, <laughs> make sure you have a pivot off of him and don't go 100% exposure because he can withdraw. <laughs> I'll tell you the problem with Nah this week and with Co-Crack is – I don't know if it's been officially released, but there's a lot of buzz right now on social media that they're in bed with the Saudis and it's going to be announced that they're oh, one wow. of the marquee names that are going to be uh, those two guys that are going to be in it with Bubba Watson, I think, and Westwood. There's a couple other names, maybe six guys. But I would anticipate Nah being hammered by the media this week with questions that are going to make him squirmy and uncomfortable. Political questions that, you know, right or wrong, he's going to get asked. And his responses are going to be judged. You know, sometimes you answer the question by not answering it. You know what I mean? So I think the media circus, it, w- it could be a circus between Knott and Co-Crack. 
and uh, you know, right or wrong, that's the way I think it's going to be. Wild man, what do you think? And, and that could very easily, again, a fragile guy like Kevin Na, could very easily make him pull the plug and say, "See you later." You just nailed it. I mean, they don't make him softer than Kevin Na, right? So I agree with you on that. That's that's good. Uh, that's a good theory. Harmon seventy seven. We like him a lot. I mean, that seems like a bargain here. He's been hovering that all season long between sixty eight and seventy eight hundred. So maybe the highest end this week but what are you you're shaking your head wild man yeah i mean I, you know i, I don't <laughs> have much to take on, on Harmon. I, I i don't think his best golf is in his bag right now but right below him is adam hadwin a guy that i've been uh, touting for a few weeks now he's had back to back to back top tens and uh, uh traditionally doesn't have good history at this course but really really good putter really good player and um i don't know he's just one of those like one of those sort of like tier B players that I don't think ever gets enough respect or credit for the caliber of player that he is. So uh, he might be a good, a good position down there. Again, I think he's a little under, uh, underpriced. Before we get the flyer of the week, Bones DK, anybody we missed? Uh, Cause there are a bunch of guys sub 7,000 too, that we have not talked about. Yeah. So uh, the, you know, I'm doing more of a balanced build this week, so I'm not going to get too far into the 6k range with a lot of my picks. Not much. I love down there. I, I, I don't see why we wouldn't go back to Seb Straka. Um, you know, he, he's from around this area. Um, he's just playing incredible golf and you just ride the wave sometimes with these guys. Why, why go off him when he was just on the Millie maker lineup the, you know, the week before. So yeah, load up Seb Straka again. I just like what I see out of him. And uh, Denny McCarthy, I think, is interesting. He has some good history here. Top 15, last time he showed up, coming off a T18. Uh, he's, a, he's a great DraftKings player. He's extremely streaky. Um, I like him at no-cut events because, you know, he does get somewhat a lot of bogeys. But uh, if, if he can just – he's coming off 3.3 3, uh, on the gain strokes where he struggles a little bit. So I just, I just really like to see what I um, – you know, if he's making putts and he has good irons, he, he has a chance to make a real run at the tournament. Should also mention this is an eight million dollar purse. It's another huge purse on the PGA. Winner, top two guys, I think, are going to become millionaires. Maybe three. Let me throw out three names here, Bones DK, before we throw it over to Wildman for the Flyer of the Week. And I hope I'm not stealing your Flyer of the Week, but I just want quick, quick, uh, quick answers about these three guys: Hoffman, sixty-nine; Gim Reaper, sixty-nine; your boy Lanto, sixty-eight. Um, Hoffman, no. I mean, look, look, look at that right now. Sixty seventh. Ever, ever since that, the uh, you know the waste management, he hasn't been yeah. the same. I mean, he's yeah. gone. The Saudi. He was. He was in bed with. He got. You know, he got guilty by association. You that's know, a great right, take, right by the wrong. way. That's, <laughs> right or wrong, that's the game he played. I mean, so that's a great take. Uh, you know, the Saudi thing, man. Like, you know, that that's gonna happen. I mean, Coke Rack and Nam might be getting smashed this week on this, and 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 that affects. People's golf play. So, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about Coke Rack, too, but not, not anymore after that. What about the Reaper? What about the Reaper, Doug Gim? Uh, Gim Reaper, loved to play him. You know, six of the players, but he kind of got lucky with that break. He wasn't in the wind. Um, I'm not on the Gim Reaper this week. No. And then who was the last guy? Uh, Lanto Griffin. Lanto. Yeah, you know. Lanto, Lanto probably entered your lineup at one point during the 2021 season in, like, nine consecutive tournaments. <laughs> yeah. You haven't touched him this year. What's wrong with Lanto? He just, you know, he's not, you know, this year just isn't his year so far. He had, he had a third of the AMX, so. Here's something about Lanto, uh, guys. If it, You know, you want to talk about the questions and the pressers. Well, if you're following the news, uh, Willie Wilcox has just released his, you know, 
I, I did not read this yet, but tell me about former, it. Uh, former drug addict and on the PGA Tour. Well, the connection with Lanto Griffin is that they're former roommates and buddies. And when Lanto was struggling as a 30-year-old golfer, he had 150 bucks or something like that in his checking account. Willie Wilcox said, why don't you come caddy for me? Lanto goes on caddy. <laughs> they make the cut. I think they finished fourth or something like that. Really remarkable. And Wilcox was on drugs at the time. He's on heroin on the course. And uh, Lanto says, you know, I, I didn't realize how bad he was. I thought he was just on weed or something. Had no idea, but uh, that helped springboard Lanto's career when he was thinking about giving up professional golf. So uh, maybe a triumph sto- story this week for him in the pressers, and maybe it inspires him with that news coming out, uh, that article being posted just a day or two ago. All right, we got the media theme going on right now. How will the media affect these players this week? Uh Wild man, let's get your flyer of the week before we sign off the air here, man. Flyer of the week. We're feeling good. We're coming off the Kevin Na, uh, T14 last week. Great call. Na was in all the Millie Maker lineups for the most part. This week, we're going deep. 6100 bucks. <laughs> this guy is a University of South Carolina product. South Carolina local, right up the road in Columbia. Uh, he's a four-time worldwide winner. He's a one-time PGA Tour winner, and that win came right here at Harbortown in 2017. It's Wesley Bryan. Guys, at one time, he was a top 40 player in the world, had a bad wrist injury, had to get wrist surgery, derailed his whole career. Well, he's coming in off of a top 15 finish where he made 16 birdies, two consecutive made cuts, uh, probably loves it around here, probably has his picture up in the clubhouse um, in that checkered jacket. So uh, let's ride Wesley Bryan at 6,100. Flyer of the week. All right. We are going deep with that one. But, hey, two made cuts in the last uh, two starts. That's what you want for sure. You need those guys that are going to make the cuts. Any final thoughts, Bones DK, on the Heritage this week? Yeah, I like Wesley Bryan a lot, man. That's a good pick. I like him as a round one leader bet, uh, if anyone wants some bets out there. That, he's the type of guy that can just, like, shoot real low and be in, like, you know, leading after day one and then probably fade like he usually does. But that's still a good play at 6,100 if he makes the cut. So, yeah, great play. You did mention earlier that this – uh, I just heard you say the phrase no cut event on McCarthy, but this is a cut event. So you're going to trim it down to 64 guys after day number one. Wild man, any final thoughts about the RCB heritage this week? We're feeling good. I mean, you see behind me, we've got the beautiful, beautiful Florida weather. I'm actually, I'm envious. I am envious of that. Uh, Two weeks from today, I'll be in Hilton head and I'm going to play Harbor town. So hopefully we're uh, celebrating a big win out there. When I'm playing it, but... Uh, Good for you. Going to go out and shoot 135 <laughs> at, at Harbortown. It's going to be great. Drink 50 beers. Not that's even remember true. it. That's true. I, I, I will try to go, uh, you know, one golf shot per beer. Let me ask you a question. Ball. Is this the same course? We won't say anybody by name here, but is this the same course where your cart mate quit on the 15th hole and slept the rest of the way home? No, that's but I'll be with him. That was actually the course uh, Bones DK and I played on Monday down here at Bradenton. So, um, yeah, it'll get rowdy. We did. Uh, if you've seen that picture of the cooler being uh, strewn all about, strewn all about the uh, mulch there, that's uh, that's Hilton Head. Yeah, yeah, so that's gonna be a good time. We'll see what happens. That'll be a good trip. All right. Well, uh, it should be a fantastic weekend, guys. Again, I'm not spe- expecting much of a Masters hangover here. 
not only because of the strength of the field, but the size of the pot. You know, these guys want that cash, man. You're getting paid if you're winning on the PGA Tour this year. So uh, always good stuff, guys. Appreciate you so much. For Bones DK Golf and TWMan66, my name is Edge. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at GolfGuyWB. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck this week. RCB Heritage, Harbortown, South Carolina. Hey, DJ's a, ho- DJ's a hometown guy here, too. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to deposit $25 and get get them in the lineup, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, guys. Hey, let's go. Let's get another one.